good Sunday morning. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Sunday Rise. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Uh, sitting in this morning, taking over after the WrestleManiacs tore the house down. Big shout out to Perry for joining us last night, or joining the fellas. I was on special assignment. Uh, Big shout out, big show. If you haven't listened to it, go back and take a listen. Um, Totally produced by the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. He did everything. Uh, Just a wonderful show. It's, it's wonderful to sit back and watch sometimes as the magic is created. So let's jump into this NFL news and notes in this week 11 preview. Uh, Something came out last week about one Dwayne Haskins and it was a tweet Ben said something about it and the tweet was Mason Rudolph has had four years to show who he is Dwayne Haskins Austin Dwayne Haskins one play away from first game action yesterday this came out on Monday spent warm-ups throwing lousy passes and checking his phone Ben Roethlisberger may not be who you he once was, but there's a reason why he's your QB. Here's the question that I ask. Is Dwayne Haskins up in Pittsburgh fumbling the bag? Lack of preparation. But here's my thing. That could be taken so many different ways. I mean, lousy passes. What do you consider a lousy pass? That's one. Two. When guys are in warm-ups, they got their phones out, the headphones on, so they, you know, they got their music, whatever gets them amped up. So what are lousy passes? That that that's that that's my whole thing, you know. But Dwayne Haskins is under such scrutiny always because He's the number 15 pick in 2019. And this is not his first team. This is not the team that drafted him. This is his second team. He was cut by the Washington football team and picked up by the Pittsburgh Steelers as a maybe heir apparent because Mason Rudolph ain't the guy but maybe as an heir apparent. So, hmm. the question is, is he fumbling the bay? If any of these things that came out over the last week are true, I would say yes, he's fumbling the bag away. It, it's not, you only get so many chances. They say the NFL stands for not for long. And it's the truth. It's the truth. It's not for long. So we got to keep an eye on that. And I I try to get a kid the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, uh, you know, he's young. He has to learn. But how many chances are you going to get at learning to do your job, what your your career is? How many chances are you going to get? 
they, 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 there ain't too many more teams that's going to look at you after this. Maybe the Raiders. I mean, this this was the old Raiders. They'd have been the first ones to pick them up because, you know, that's the island for lost souls. The Raiders always believed in reclamation projects and taking players that nobody else wanted and turning them into winners. You know, it's a list of players. Nobody wanted Jim Plunkett. Thought he was a bust. Came to the Raiders, got in after Pastorini got hurt. Led him to two Super Bowls. MVP or one of them. Okay. Uh, you got cast-offs like uh, Jay Schrader was a cast-off from Washington. Um, Lyle Alzado. The Twos. John Matuzak, uh, these guys were cast-offs from other teams. And they they re- revitalized their career out in, with the Raiders, Oakland, L.A., now Las Vegas. So, you know, maybe that may be what Dwayne Haskins need. Maybe he needs to go to the Island of Lost Souls, the Island of Lost Toys, if you will, out in Vegas. But... It's not the same. Uh, it's not the same thing it used to be. You don't just go out to Vegas and become a reclamation project, and then they just say, "Oh, well, all right, let's go," you know, and win with you. It's it's a different coach out there, you know. Yes, the motto still just win, baby, but Big Al is gone. So I don't know. Uh, but joined by the boss, BJ, the man that writes all the checks, keeps the operation running good morning brother good morning good brother how you feeling man i'm here um had to give a big shout out to the people's choice don rodriguez the nubian sumo and c perry the second for last night's show amazing 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 uh sitting here talking about Dwayne haskins is he fumbling the bag in pittsburgh yeah i I definitely think he is i've Hopped on to hear the, the tail end of what you was talking about. And, you know, we always kind of try to steer away from things, talking about certain things on this show because of, you know, just where it goes. But I don't think I want to do that anymore. And Dwayne Haskins being a young black quarterback in this league where young black quarterbacks or black quarterbacks, period, You know, they, they don't get as many chances. They don't the rope is not as long as their white counterparts. So, you know, the reports that came out last Pittsburgh game where he was um, you know, on the phone during the warm up and hey buddy. And uh Brian Jr. just woke up. Um, you know, people thinking he's not, you know, you know, not taking things seriously, not studying. Whatever the case is, in the bag, and you were talking about going somewhere else. I, I don't think who 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 wants to deal with that. One, one, I'm saying the whole race thing because if you know what the deal is in this league as a black quarterback, and you know every every moment you get to prove yourself. To, to show that you can do it, you have to. 
And it's kind of like the the energy he's putting off is like, I don't really give a shit. You know, if I, if I play, I play, you know, and, you know, some of this is that silver spoon, you know, get what I want in high school in Ohio State, you know, type of treatment, you know, where I don't know if you read Bob Huggins is talking about a player that uh, basically All-American or McDonald's All-American. He uh, lost. Bob Huggins is the uh, West Virginia basketball coach. And he basically was saying he don't like to be coach hard, so we're good. He left us. We're good. And that's 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 where you are now. You got these kids, you know, and it's always been like that, but a little bit more probably in, intricate now. Hold on, Brian. Hold on. It, it's probably a little bit int- more intricate now because you could do play with a little bit more things, but you get these players that haven't got to really test their – test their wit, you know what I'm saying? Really test their about because they've always gotten what they wanted. They always gotten a starting job. They've always been popular. They've never had to grind and work for anything. And you don't go to Ohio State without inta- without talent. You want a muffin? Okay, hold on. You know, you don't go to Ohio State without having oh your little man, okay. Um some type of talent. But you gotta also have Drive. You got it? Okay. You got to have some type of drive, and Dwayne doesn't have this. And I am going to put this blame on this team right here in Landover, Maryland, because this is what happens when you pick out of, oh, he's hometown. He can, you know, we can put some butts in the seats, blah, blah, blah. And you don't do your homework. They picked two guys like that. I don't know what it was. Geis and Haskins in the same draft? No, Geis was the year before. Okay. They, Geis had multiple issues. I mean, you talked about that on this show, and it's just like those issues just don't pop up. So either the Washington football team knew about it and figured they could weave their way through it, and, you know, or they just didn't do their due diligence, and I'm leaning towards the other part. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. And I'm leaning towards that part with Haskins because, you know, from what we understand, nobody really wanted Haskins. You know, the owner wanted Haskins. You know, if that's true, then, you know, you do what the owner want. But at the same time, if your scouts and your coaches and everybody didn't want him, there's no, no research on him because you didn't plan to take him anyway. If you if what the big guy KG is saying and, and that they were overruled to take half, I don't have any tape on this kid because I know I'm not taking him. I know he's not NFL material, so why the hell do I have tape on him? I haven't sent anybody. I mean, you you probably have scouts at the game because it's Ohio State, but you're not looking at him, or you looking at him and you start picking up, you know, little mannerisms. Um, uh, it was something on Twitter. And, and Twitter, thank you for logging me out. Now I got to figure out my password and all that dumb shit again. Um, I forgot, and I think I sent it to you, and if I didn't, I apologize, but they were saying it was a scout watching, was it college ball? And he, the dude was like, well, why are you recording them coming out of the game going to the sideline? 
He said, uh, you know, the dude was like, I'm recording their, how, how they act when they come out the game, what their reactions are, how their body language is, all that's, all that's important. It tells you a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was on Instagram. Inst- was it on Instagram? Okay, it yeah. It was on Instagram because I remember when you sent that to me and I sent it, I directly sent it to Dario. Yep. I immediately sent it to him. I said, your, your, your actions on the bench are, re- are being recorded now. So yep. if you sitting there slouching, you know, you talking shit, they're looking at all of that. I, I think it's always been noticed. I think, you know, it's just kind of like seeing that kind of being uh, official because we we all know it's, it's been some kids that, that make it with, with bad, bad, bad attitudes, bad body posture, but they got so much talent. You're hoping that you can coach them out of it. You know, so, uh, you know, not to get too far off track. Dwayne Haskins doesn't deserve a second shot. Does he have a NFL arm? Yes, he does. He absolutely does. Unfortunately for him, he came into a situation where he wasn't wanted, where he was forced. So, you know, that's already, you know, a strike against you and you ain't did nothing. So, and I really was, I'm, I was pulling for him, not, not rooting against him. But I'm like, all right, he going to go to Pittsburgh, a, a, a first-class organization. We talk about how Pittsburgh is all the time. You got a, a, a first-class coach, coaching staff. If, if, if you go anywhere looking to get your career on track, it's Pittsburgh. You got ben, Big Ben about to leave. He's in his last. And trust me, Big Ben been struggling. Big Ben been struggling, and come on, come on, come on. Big Ben been struggling, so like I'm waiting in the wings. I'm I'm like, you know, eager if I'm him. I'm practicing hard. I'm learning the plays, and it just don't. For me, he is not doing that. I don't have to be in the meetings. I don't have to be anywhere. Mason Rudolph is still in the damn games. As bad as Mason Rudolph is, they tell you how bad Haskins is. Right? Mike Tomlin, how, you know. How steep do you think the learning curve is? For what? For for the Pittsburgh playbook? For 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 Haskins. I don't I don't believe in that, man. You know I don't believe in that. I I, I feel like if you're if you got a talented arm, I say this all the time, if you got a talented arm. And if you understand your route tree, it's on the offensive coordinator to make you plays and playbooks that that'll work for that offense. Now, yeah, do you come in? Is Pittsburgh one of those places where you're you you're 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 you need to learn it? But Pittsburgh is also a place where they have good okay, hold on. They have good coaching and they understand, okay. This guy can't do what Big Ben does. But hey, he might, he might, he's more mobile. So I can institute this play. Some of this. His arm might be a little stronger than Big Ben is at this point. We might be able to take some more shots downfield. That's what a good coaching staff and good offensive coordinator does. I fuck the learning curve stuff. We got to stop putting the onus on these. These quarterbacks, yeah, you got to learn the playbook and stuff, and then you got to have talent. But then we watch, just like 
and we'll get to him. We'll talk about Washington in a minute. Watching that game last week was exciting and frustrating. You watched them put together a complete, damn near a complete game against Tampa Bay. And you, you're sitting there like, where the hell was this play calling, this strategy, the first nine weeks? And are y'all doing it just because it's Tampa Bay? That's what you're going to find out this week. We'll get to that in a minute. But no, I don't, the learner curve, no. I, I just think that you have a guy that's not applying himself, that's not taking his job seriously, and he's going to be out of the league in a little bit. And then his his world going to fall apart because ain't no money coming in. Like, I just, I don't get it, man. You had a storied franchise. You have a chance to be their franchise quarterback. Man, I'm, I'm working my ass off. I'm working my ass off. Man, you both know if you don't put that work in, it's not coming. I agree. You could be that. You could be. You could be talented out the damn gym. That's only going to take you so far. You have to put the work in. And if you don't put the work in, you're gonna fail. That's with anything. You a painter. You fix cars. The more you do it, the more you fuck up and make mistakes. You know, the more you you know, you'll get that experience. You start understanding stuff deeper like everybody's had an aha moment doing something they've done a hundred times and you do it you like well damn i didn't know i could do it this way i could have been done this shit i could have been finished 20 minutes ago and you think of all the times you've done this you could have knocked 20 minutes off because you just learned how to do something another way same thing with the quarterback same thing with any position on the field you know if you put your work in understand what's going on and, you know, start learning everything, all the ins and outs. I just don't think Dwayne Haskett has that in him, man. Uh, you know, will he get another shot? Maybe because he got a big league arm. He, he'll probably get another shot. But I, I just don't think he has a drive. It's sad to say, but I, I, I think the same thing. I think it's because... He he had a his final season at Ohio State was pretty good, and um, I'm let me pull that up. I, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to pull it up while you was talking, but I missed. That's it. cool. But, it, his, his, and that's one of it's like you know he has it. You don't play at Ohio State, and when when the games he won, he he broke my my Terps heart at the last second, and he. He threw all over the field on the Terps. Now, the Terps ain't the best team in that in the Big Ten. Ain't the best defense, but the throws he was making, you know, going back up and down the field, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. So it's like it's frustrating because here, but it's like you don't want it. Can't nobody make you want it. He <clears> – excuse me. He started 14 games. In 2018, 13 and one as a starter, completed 70 percent of his passes, threw for 48, 31, and 50 touchdowns, eight interceptions. He only ran the ball 85 times for 108 yards, uh, four touchdowns. And here's my thing: looking at those stats, looking at him on film, I was like, yeah, we got ourselves a gym because everybody's like, take Daniel Jones, take Daniel Jones. I don't want to do quarterback. 
I look at Daniel Jones now. Daniel Jones' only wins have come over the Washington football team. Daniel Jones was not the guy at all. He's not the guy. I don't Duke quarterbacks just don't do it for me. Last great Duke quarterback is one Sonny Jurgensen. I ain't seen a better Duke quarterback since him. And and Sonny was the, is the standard because he's a Hall of Famer, one of the strongest arms. Trickery. I, this dude can flip a ball behind his back and throw a 40, 45 yards. That's what I'm saying. But Haskins, Haskins had the intangibles. He had it. I'm just I'm I'm disappointed because just like you, BJ, I pulled for him. I pulled for him. I, I excused a lot. And you know, Haskins is a young buck. He's a young buck from the area. You know, us being a little older, we're moving into that OG role because we're trying to give the advice to the next generation and say, hey, you know, yeah, you got it big, but you got to think about this. You got to think about the pitfalls that come with that. So you got to be careful, man. Be careful who you're around. Be careful who you're associated with because guilty by association is a thing. And that that that's the thing that we've always said to Dwayne Haskins. I've tweeted things to him. You know, hey, he probably never seen it, but I can't, as a man, I can't not give the advice because I want to see you succeed. I want to see you be successful. I don't have to know you, but I still want you to win. I want you to be safe. Things like that. And that's how I was pulling for him. I'm still pulling for him like that. That's why I said, well, you think it's the learning curve. You think it's, it, it, it's. You know, it's, the playbook can't be that hard because they sit down with you in the offseason and talk about the playbook. He got signed last uh, the end of last season. And he had the whole summer to talk about the playbook. I don't know. You know what? I, I, I wish he could do what he have to do. But uh, I don't even think he – I don't even think the, uh, the Raiders won him. I don't even think the Raiders want him to, to to be a third stringer. And that's the thing. He's a third stringer. A third stringer. Shit, that's the, the problem. The Raiders, the Raiders carried Nathan Peterman. I mean, if, you know what I'm saying? It's like you carried that bum. Then you definitely should give Dwayne Haskins a shot. Because he ain't bad as Nathan Peterman. And that's what I'm saying about the black and white disparities. Yeah. Nathan Peterman couldn't put toast in a fucking toaster. But yet he he's he's held on to an NFL job for the last four or five years. Absolutely horrible. Dwayne showed you flashes. Dwayne showed you he got a big league arm, lacks motivation, yes. Is he is he studying hard? I don't know. I would I would assume he's not. Just just off you know what we hear what we've seen here, why he's disinterested in, you know, being a quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't know because he, you know, if he applied himself, he's basically Big Ben with dark skin. Yeah. Yeah. What about Big Ben coming in the league? Because Dwayne ain't super mobile. He got a big arm and he's big. That's Big Ben. That's Big Ben all over. But you got to want it, you know? 
you gotta you gotta want it. You gotta you, you know dive into it. So, but I don't know why we've been talking about Dwayne Haskins for the last twenty minutes. Yeah, we have been. So let, let's move on because we got games to get into. It's something else that I want to get into, and I, I, I'll just just check your phone. Um, I don't know if you want to touch that. I, I'm I'm on the fence about touching it because I know it's going to get uh, ugly. So it might be something we have to talk about off air, uh, maybe even in the twenty four seven group. You know, we 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 may have to talk about that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I told you, I, I I'm we're gonna stop doing that. Oh, I I know, but I, I just I know it's gonna get ugly because I got you know I got my own personal feelings. And and this is our show for our personal opinions, so. You know, I'll say it now, if you're listening and you don't like to hear somebody's opinion on a on their show you created, you might want to leave. Hey, there it is. You, now, you know, that's what it is. Okay, let's before we jump into these uh these marquee games today, Zach Stacy. Uh draft pick, uh fifth round, St. Louis Rams. Went to Vanderbilt, played for the the Jets. Uh, the Rough Riders, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and Memphis Express. Uh, he was caught on tape beating the mother of his child, and I, I really do mean beating her. He slammed, he picked her up and slammed her into a TV, and and it was just, it was sick. I, I you know, I, I I watched clips. I can't watch the whole video because, as the father of daughters. I got a niece, I got cousins, I got a sister, I got a sister-in-law, you know, married, best friend, you know, all females. It was sick to my, it made me sick to my stomach to see that. And here's my thing. If you remember a year ago, a year ago, Chad Wheeler, Beat his girlfriend unconscious and then sat down and had dinner. Dressed like a model. God. <laughs> oh man, what, what, what was that, BJ? I don't know, man. I'm trying to close. I close the damn Facebook thing, and <coughs> we had a we had a post approval in Sideline Junkies twenty four seven. I'm trying to see what it was and trying to close it. Of course, I hit the. Mike the the speaker instead of the X, and so that that's what that was. <laughs> that's what the chuckle was for, not what we're talking about. But uh, Chad Wheeler beat his girlfriend unconscious, then sat down and had dinner. When she woke up and ran to the bathroom, he said, "Damn, you still alive? This dude is walking the streets, walking the damn streets." Zach Stacy has been arrested. I don't even think he was given bond. I know he's going to get some time, but why hasn't Chad Wheeler got some time too? Both of these dudes are. I don't care about skin color. I don't give a two shits. You black, white, Hispanic, uh, Asian. I don't give a damn. You committed a crime. There are laws in place for a reason. The laws not made for this set and not for this set. The laws are made for a reason. Domestic violence. Shit. They're made for a reason. 
I, I didn't say they were upheld, but they were made for a reason. And this clown, Zach Stacy, and I, I said it to my wife the other day when it came out. <clears throat> I said, you know what's funny? Nine times out of ten dudes like that that will roughhouse a woman like that and throw her into a TV, put his hands on her, Chad Wheeler, Zach Stacy, anybody else. Nine times out of ten, those dudes are scared to fight other men. That's why they pick on women. But the justice system has to do a better job of protecting abused people, not just men. I mean, not just women, but men and children have to do a better job. Women should not be getting time for using self-defense and killing their, their abuser. It's a young lady in Wisconsin. She wound up shooting and killing the dude that was sexually abusing her, raping her, and sex trafficking her. And she got time time. She's on appeal right now, but she got time time. And I'm like, yeah, that's not where it's at. Zach Stacy. Uh, it's just, and he did this in front of a five-month-old baby. Yeah, and Centoria too. Centoria, yes, she got time, time for that too. Now she's out, and I believe she's getting ready to get married. So you know, she she they had to fight hand right. and fist to get that girl out. Yeah, this is this is not, man. This is not where it's at. As a man, how do you look yourself in the mirror after you put your hands on a woman? A woman. Now, I know for a fact, you know, I sit on this show and I, you know, I talk a lot of trash about, oh, I'll fight so-and-so, I'll fight this. But you'll never hear me say I'll fight a woman. And I, I, I'm I, serious when I say that. Nine times out of ten, you catch me on the, on the right hour, not the right day. You catch me on the right hour, I'll fight anybody. I'll throw 30 just to land one because when I land at one, you're going to sleep. I can miss 29 times, but when I hit that one, sleep. See, I, I, I don't I don't swing. When I when I fight, I don't swing to, to stun you. I swing to try to kill you. You know, I'm trying to I'm calculated. I'm trying to hit you with with, with bricks. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. And I don't fight fair. So that's why I say I'll fight anybody. I don't fight fair. I'm gonna bite you. I'm going to try to put you to sleep and then beat the shit out of you. I, but we getting off subject. No, 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 no. Because I want to add to this since we're talking okay. about fighting. I'm 40 years old now. And I think this was in probably my early 30s. And I was it was at my last job where I was driving. You know where, where I was. I'm not going to say uh, you, the one I was at, at, you know, the local job. Mm-hmm. And these four or five youngins... You know, fucking with me, talking a whole bunch of stuff. And I said, look, ain't about all that damn talking. It's four or five of y'all. Y'all probably going to get the best of me. But one of you motherfuckers is going to need your jaw wired shut. And I don't know who it's going to be, but one of y'all going to get it. Make sure one of you motherfuckers never walk again. And then the other four probably going to y'all beat and stomp the shit out of me. But one of y'all got to take one. 
out of the four or five of y'all, one of y'all got to pick who's going to be in the wheelchair. Because that's what's going to happen. I'll take an ass whipping, but somebody is going to have life changing fucking uh, uh, injuries. That's how we. That's how we fight. Back to this whole Zach Says incident. <sighs> now this ain't a relationship Uh-oh, show. You went out. Oh, am I there? Am I there? Can you hear me? KG, can you hear me? I muted myself. My bad. I hear you now. Okay, because I'm like I'm I'm literally <clears throat> four feet away from the modem, so that's ridiculous. But and this goes for men, women. You have to understand, and, and this is something I go back to talking to when you do things in, in dating. When you date, the more experience you get, the more you're able to assess red flags right away. This ain't the first time Zach Stacy put his hands on this woman. I don't know the backdrop. I don't know their story. I'm telling you what I know from experience that he has beat the shit out of this girl plenty of times before. Okay? And there's subtle red flags. They're hard red flags. You know? And the, the better you get, the more you date, the more you date different people, the older and more experience you get, you get to pick up on these red flags. Uh, Chad Wheeler, that's not the first time he beat that girl. There's going to be different results because one's black, one's white. They are. Chad Willard is chilling. He probably cooking some wings, getting ready for football. And Zach Stacy's going to do time. I'm not saying either one is right, either one is wrong. But what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, my 14 year old daughter, my mother, I showed my mother the clip and she leaned over and saw it and she just kind of was taken back because she's probably never seen that before. And, you know, she's at the age where I got to start talking to her, but like, look, you know, there are signs of guys getting a little too aggressive, you know, grabbing you a certain way, controlling. You got to look out for these signs. I got girls out the wazoo, nieces. You know what I'm saying? I hate to have to pull, go to the closet because I will. And that's 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 one of the things that's lacking. That old school, even if a dude was a red flag and aggressive, he know that. He put his hands on his girl. Uncle going to show up, brother, father, and you going you going to get it. It ain't like that no more. Everybody minding their business and you know, don't talk to my kid this way, blah blah blah, whatever the case is. But yeah, these these punk ass dudes who think it's cool to put their hands on women. Go to the look. Go to the gym. Go take your, you know, go lift some weights. Go take your aggression out. You know, me and KG grew up where, you know, our release was turning on his PS4. Getting some game in there. Release your stress. Go for a walk. You shouldn't be putting your hands on a woman. There's no circumstances. Only way you putting your hands on a woman is if she's swinging at you and you're trying to block the punches and then run. You know? She can connect one, just lay on the floor and go to sleep. But for you to be putting your hands on these women, 
And like I said, these dudes, like you, like Kevin said it the best, these are the dudes that if somebody find out their address, they'd be cowering in the corner. They don't have that same energy when a man comes up. So it's going to be very interesting to see, um, you know, just talking off, 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 off subject for a second, not sports. What the, the, the verdict was with the, the Kyle Rittenhouse case, what the verdict will be with Henry Ruggs' trial. Two different animals, two different skin colors, and we all know. I, I, I just, I'm sorry, guys. I just don't have it in me no more to say, oh, that's for another show. That's for this, because it's just pain obvious, and it's, it's happening every day now. And with that Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, you just basically greeted millions more of them. But everybody, I, I made a post on Facebook. If, if Kyle Rittenhouse was black, yeah, that's it. He ain't got to say no more. And I want to see what Henry Ruggs get. Yes, he was absolutely dead wrong. Me and Kevin been going back and forth with this since it happened. But I kept telling him if he was white, if that was Christian McCaffrey, he'd be at home getting ready for football or suspended at home getting his buffalo wings together and his celery and some beer chilling. It's two different Americas. It's one for us and one for them. I see Lady C popped in. What's up, girly? Good morning, guys. Can we hear me good? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hi. Good morning. Hi. As I'm driving to work, um, as always, always driving. Um, so, like, with the with that domestic violence, I got to, you know, come in and put my two cents in. I have to look at it from both sides, from, from two sides of this. Um, as a mother of a boy, you know, raising him to be, you know, a man and not hitting women. You know, obviously what he did was wrong. No doubt. No question. Has it happened before? Hell yeah. Plenty times. She was just smart enough to get it on camera this time. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been happening. Obviously you don't just wake up and throw somebody into a TV. It, it's been happening. And I'm pretty sure that there'll, there'll be a honeymoon phase afterwards with the flowers, the candy, the whole coup de gras. However, you know, domestic violence is not just a men against women thing. It's a women against men thing as well. Because you have some women who will sit there and put their hands all on a man. And then once that man snaps and gets you back, all of a sudden she's the victim. That can't happen. That needs to be a conversation as well. You know, that conversation needs to be had just as heavily as, you know, men against women. Because I got some women out here with piss-ass tempers. So, and I'm raising my child, my son, you don't hit women, 
but these little girls that, that won't keep your hands off of you, you feel free to knock the little bitch back. Rock her shit. He came home the other day and told me he rocked somebody's shit. Thankfully, it was a boy this time, but, you know, it is what it is. Girls need to learn how to keep their hands to themselves. Because I'm raising my son how to respect women. Women and, you know, other parents need to teach their daughters how to respect men. That, that's, you know, that's, that's my take on it. Because it needs to be a conversation had all around the board. Under that umbrella. And, of course, he's going to get time. The other guy, not as much. And it, it unfortunately, is all going to play down to race, to skin color. Because that's where we're at in society. Everything boils down to skin color. They can't say certain things like the N-word and this, that, and the other. And, hell, we can't say certain things like, thanks, officer, for the warning. So, it's, it's unfortunate that, that ha- that's how it ha- has to happen. But this uh, young man, Kyle, yeah, definitely not self-defense. You, I can't. Is not self-defense. I agree with you a thousand percent. But this was a foregone conclusion, a shill of a trial before it even got started. So it, it was too many, too many uh, 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 concessions given off break. So. <clears throat> Sad world we live in, but we can't sit here and complain about his it. Quote unquote peers, right? Quote unquote that he got to pick. Don't 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 forget yeah. that he got to pick them. Right. Yeah. Too many of his quote unquote peers. But it's a sad world we live in. But on, I mean, we gotta we gotta change how we do things, and you know, certain things that we don't do, we gotta start doing. Not gonna tell you what it is because you already know what it is, and I'm not gonna incite violence on this show. So <clears throat> we got a slate of games today. A lot of uh a lot of good ones. Um starting off in Buffalo, BJ's Bills, seven point favorites over the Indianapolis Colts. Um B, you think your boys can take this one? Yeah, I think they can take it. Like I said, this this team this team is, is going to have a challenge weekly because they haven't played anybody. The team they played, Tennessee, mopped the floor with them. I don't, I'm not going to say that. Dominated on the line of scrimmage, exposed them as far as, um, you know, what they were lacking, what they're missing. So, you know, they got a rematch today of last year's wild card game, I believe, against the Colts. So, you know, it's going to be this is probably one of the better offenses that the Bills have seen, probably the third best, the Tennessee, uh, Kansas City, and it, depending on where you put Kansas City at and then the Colts. So the Colts probably could be the number two. But 
you know, Bills are, are both the number one defense in a lot of categories. It seemed like they're gelling as a unit on defense. Okay? We know defense wins championships. The big guy KG has said it multiple times. Stats prove it. You got the number one offense. More than likely, you're not winning the Super Bowl. I don't think you – I don't think – I could be wrong. I don't think the number one offense has ever won the Super Bowl. Am, am, I, am I right, KG? Well, the thing oh, is – damn, they're close to it. Uh, the number one offense won the Super Bowl when they had the number one defense. <laughs> okay, okay. Because if I'm not mistaken, the 91 Washington football – well, Washington Redskins is uh, number one, number one. Okay. But now the most prolific scoring team at the time, uh, the 83 Redskins lost the Super Bowl. The 98 Vikings never made it. Never uh, made it. The yeah, Patriots. Right. That were number one offenses. They never made it. Like, it's a it's a list. and uh, they, they made it. They lost to the Giants, the, the Patriots. Yeah. That, that's right. And see, the thing is, all right. The best offenses don't win. 2013 Broncos lost in the Super Bowl. 2007 Patriots lost in the Super Bowl. 2018 Chiefs, and this is in order from 1 to 10. 2018 Chiefs lost in the AFC uh, championship game to the Patriots. 2011 Packers lost in the divisional round of the Giants. Uh, 2012 Patriots lost in the uh, conference finals. To the conference championship game to the Ravens. 98 Vikings, of course, lost to the Falcons. Uh, the 2011 Saints lost to the 49ers. 2016 Falcons lost to the Patriots. 2000 Rams lost a wild card to the Saints. And the 1983 Redskins lost the Super Bowl to the Raiders. So it's it, it, what I'm trying to get to is I think – I, look, I I give Buffalo hell every week. I think they got what they want on defense. They keep having Matt Milano, Tremont Edmonds, you know, kind of in and her. I think uh, Edmonds hamstring. I don't know if he's playing this week. Uh, Star Lutateli. I said I'm gonna try to remember how to pronounce this man's name. I think he's out again. Ed Oliver starting to show spurts. Um, Gregory Russo. I love him. Um, so I think they, they, I think they're getting what they need on defense. So it's, 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 it's um, very encouraging. Now, Spencer Brown came back last week to show up right tackle for Buffalo. World of difference one person can make. He's out this week on the COVID list. So now you go back to shuffling his offensive line, trying to figure out, you know, how you can make it work. And the Colts are pretty good up front rushing the QB. Buffalo, we look, we still got what eight weeks of football. What, are we, what is this? Week 10? Week 11. Week 11. So we sat, we got seven solid weeks of football. So, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not, it's a marathon. It's not a, it's not a race. And Buffalo needs to find out what's going to work for them on offense. We know Josh Allen, you know, running the ball, rolling. But they, it seems like it, it, we, we saw Gabriel Davis spotting last week. And I think – I really think – I know he's been hurt. I really think Gabriel Davis can be damn near number one receiver in this league if he's healthy. We saw it last year in the playoffs, him making clutch catch, catch after clutch catch. I've said it the last couple of weeks, the, the Bills receivers 
aren't getting open. Beasley underneath, he damn near open all the time. But it's plays where these receivers are, are, are you know, <laughs> running stride for stride with the cornerbacks. So some of that's play calling. You got to set some picks, some screens, run some different combination of routes. That's, you know, of course, the last – before last week, the last two weeks before that, you have – major offensive line issue. So if somebody was open, Josh Allen was running for his life trying to get, you know, buy some more time. And that that's also a scary situation because how many hits this is, can this kid take before he doesn't get up? You know, he he's taken some big hits over the last few weeks. Take, he took that shot. Uh, was that last week or the week before he took the shot? I think it was it might have been a Jacksonville game. He took the shot from the right side. Never saw him. Mm-hmm. Never saw him. And that was um, I forgot the other right tackle was ever subbed. He saw, and I and I compared it to your game glitch. And that boy didn't move. That boy didn't move. And Ngakwe blew off the line and blasted Josh Allen from his strong side. Okay, so it's just like you know you you worry about that. Like yeah, he can run. You know yeah, he's he's big, but. You don't want your quarterback taking them hits. I got the Bills winning the game today. I got the the points for the Bills. I'm on the phone, Brian. I don't know. Um, I got the over on the points. So what are we looking at? I'm on a Bleacher Report. It's the Bills by seven with the over 49. I'm going to take the Bills at home, the touchdown, and the over 49. Now, if, if the Bills off defense come and, and shut this this Indy offense out, eighth Indy is eighth in points per game. Um, total yards the game they're twelfth. Now passing their twenty second, passing the twenty second, they're six in rushing yards. So you're gonna have to deal. I believe that's Jonathan Stewart. It, it, this is going. This is going to be a test for the Buffalo defense. Can you hold Jonathan Stewart? And Carson Wentz to, you know, something manageable. Can you dominate them? Can you dictate what they do? Because, the you know, Jacksonville, the Tennessee defense dictated what the Buffalo Bills did on offense. So is your defense good enough to dictate what they do on offense? Are they just going to come in and be like, this is what we do until y'all stop it. We're going to keep doing it. So... I'm going to take the Bills and the points. I want to see how this defense holds up against the Colts, a better offense, and want to see what the Buffalo Bills – the Buffalo offense does today at home. Can they start gelling like that defense? You ain't got to be number one. You ain't got to be number one. But they are second in points per game. Um, total yards a game, they're fifth. Passing their sixth and rushing their tenth. So they they – they have a top 10 offensive unit. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to take my Buffalo Bills today. And uh, and uh, I'm trying to see what we are. Yeah, they'll move to 7-3 and three today. And we got that Patriots uh, AFC East rivalry coming up. I think people 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 know what the Patriots can do. We got Lady C Saints next week. I'm not looking too far ahead, but, you know, and that's a Thursday night game coming up, so me and her are going to have to make a bet. 
But uh, yeah, give me the Colts and the touchdown. Sorry for the rant. Me shut up. <laughs> you know it's all good. You got to get your your feelings across. Uh, next game up, uh, Washington visiting Carolina. Carolina getting the three points for being the home team. Cam Newton is starting. Curtis Samuel is out. So is Sadiq Charles and Ricky Seals Jones. <sighs> I said that I wasn't gonna pick Washington at all. I'm not picking Washington nowhere. I don't give a damn what game it is because when I pick against them, they win. So I'm I'm picking against Washington because I'm trying to do it for the greater good of the faithful, the Washington faithful. So uh, give me Carolina and this. Mm, give me the three. And I, I, I'll go from that. And I, I'm I, nothing else because I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to get into it because if I get into it, it's going to be dissected. I, I, Carolina. With the three. Well, I'm going to uh, get into it. <laughs> but this, oh, no. Now you ain't going to move on. Oh, no, 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 no. no. no he's in a roll past that one. No, we, we, we ain't even. We, we you, gone, you, man. You climbed in the Lamborghini to roll past this one, baby. Damn, mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. I got the foot out and I'm skateboarding this motherfucker. Let's go. We got man, to go. We, that was a drive-by with a Nerf gun, boy. That, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Look here, the producer is flashing the red light. <laughs> yeah, that's you though. That, that's your hand off the button. Yeah, take your hand off that damn button. You talking about the producer flashing? Nah, you take, you take your hand off that button. Now, real quick. Now, look, they played their ass off last week. That was the best, most complete game the Washington football team has played under Ron Rivera, period. The, the defending champs came in here and from the word go, Washington owned the game. The most impressive part of the game was the last last drive. What was it, 10 minutes? How long was that drive? It was either 9 or 10 minutes, but it was impressive. And, and it is frustrating. It's like, where is this? The defending chance had to come for y'all to play up to this level that y'all can play at. Unfortunately, in this game, you lost Chase Young for the season to ACL. Okay, defense after he left, next man up, did a hell of a job because you're also missing Montez Sweat. They held their own. Brady threw the Liger, uh Is it Blunt? Is, uh, um, uh, uh, Fournette. Fournette. I want to call him Laguerre Blunt so bad. I, I do too. I do, I do the same thing. I don't know why. He threw to him 90 times. 90 times. I'm exaggerating, but what I'm saying is what I just said about the Buffalo defense. The Washington defense basically went out there and said, this is what you're not going to do. We're not giving you anything else but two Leonard Fournette. If you want it, you can have it. If not, if you throw this ball down the field, we're going back the other way with it. And they proved that twice in the first half. Why the hell, where the hell has this been all season? It takes Tom Brady to come to town. It takes the defending champs to come to town for this to happen. So now it pisses you off a little bit because it's like, y'all had this in y'all the whole, you're telling me that y'all could be on top of the division? I have been saying on this damn show that Taylor Heineke can be the future QB of this team. 
And ain't no Taylor Heineke slander this week. Oh, he don't have an arm. Oh, he's a second-rated court, a second uh, backup quarterback, a journeyman. Not last week he wasn't. And everybody was saying all that dumb shit about that. They, oh, yay, Taylor Heineke, yay. He's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. Don't change your tune now because I've been saying it the whole time. Yeah, I've been saying it the entire time. He doesn't even have a season worth of starts. Getting experience, just like I was talking about earlier, experience with everything. He carved the Buccaneers up last week. Carved him up. The pretty-ass touchdown over the shoulder. Yeah, he threw that. So, you go to Carolina this week, and I'm taking Carolina, by the way. All this, I'm, I'm ranting. I'm taking Carolina and Cam for personal reasons. But now do you play down to the Carolina Panthers? Is this going to be what the Washington Wizards have done for you know the better part of you know their bad seasons over 20 years they play up to the Lakers the the 2000 early 2000 Lakers they play up to the heat they play up to the warriors they play up to whomever but then when they play teams that okay like if you beat this team why are you getting stomped by you know the bad teams so Washington, I'm picking Carolina. They're going to have to show me that they can be consistent because they have not been consistent at anything this year. Rushing the passer, passing, running the ball. So whatever Jack Del Rio did last week, and I don't want to hear all, you know, Cam's back. and You got tape on Cam Newton. Cam Newton ain't changing his game. The same Cam Newton you saw MVP year and last year with the Patriots, that's what that's who you're getting. The throws he can make us are still the same throws. The only difference is this boy 260 coming down the pike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, he 260 coming down the pike, and he can lower his shoulder. That's going to be the difference. It ain't no slide. Now, he, he might not want to take a hit, but if he wants to, he can lower his shoulder. Especially if he see a corner. It, yeah, you you going on the ground. Ain't run out of bounds for no damn cornerback. <laughs> we used to have a rule. If you was a DB and you escorted a quarterback out of bounds and you escorted a receiver out of bounds, you got taken out the game for the rest of the game. You know, so if you I, was by the sideline, you had to either get laid out or lay him out. Brother, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, Cam, Cam I think Cam's going to have a really – Really good day today. And if he does, he does. But I think he's going to have a good day because now you got to deal with dual threat. And I think that, you know, that's going to open up Christian McCaffrey because Christian McCaffrey has been for him to get the, the, the Carolina went basically crawled to them on crawled to Christian McCaffrey on their knees and said, yes, we know your rookie contract isn't up, but we would like to make you the highest paid running back ever in league history. Here you go. And that boy ain't done shit since. Shit, what the hell I got to do? Somebody crawling their knees to me, shit. He ain't ain't done shit since. So with Cam back, ground game, expect expect the Christian, I don't know who got Christian McCaffrey in our our league, but expect him to have a 
big day today. Hey, man, Cam. I don't. I just don't think. I don't think Washington can repeat that high of the Buccaneers. I hope they do. I hope they they be like, hey, man, shoot, you know, we can do this. We, you know, we can play. Let's do it. I hope, but I don't think they can. So we'll see. All right. Jumping into what I was trying to slide to, but I wasn't allowed to. Uh, Baltimore, four and a half point favorites. Uh, Lamar's out. Uh, Huntley is going to start today. Uh, so I think that line's oh. probably going to go down by kickoff over Chicago. But I still got Baltimore winning that one. Lady C Saints taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. Uh, Saints are three-point dogs here. Lady C, you got Trevor Simeon. Y'all winning this game. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I kind of feel like we are just really driving this struggle bus this season. Um, We got our foot on the gas. We really driving the hell out this struggle bus. Um, <clears throat> now, granted, looking at the injury report, you know, we have like five less uh, people. Um injured than than Philadelphia does but at this point I kind of don't I don't know who the backups 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 going to be um you know a Jameis out for the season unfortunately um Taysom is out with his foot uh Kamara's out with his knee Armstead you know he's out um and a few other you know, key, key players, this, you know, all, all the Saints fan, we just pretty much watching, watching the game to occupy 60 minutes. Um, because we're, we're still loyal and we, I mean, we pulling for our, our teams, of course, but, you know, we, we hope everybody wins our, you know, our side wins, obviously, but I, I don't know how to call this one. I mean, yeah, we we gonna we gonna pull this out. Like, got our oxygen tanks and blood pressure medicine already on board, and drinks to celebrate because we gonna need a drink either way it goes. But I definitely, um, you know, we are three point favorite. But I feel like we gonna it's gonna be some hail marys in there, and I say we we gonna. We're going to take it in seven. Mm. It's, it's going to be close because, I mean, we're going we gonna to fuck up a lot. And, I mean, but we're banking on them to fuck up even more. And the Eagles all fuck and, up. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, 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 and they start out good sometimes. And then they crash or they start out bad and then they, End up, you know, picking up picking up that momentum, and then they um, crash. Yeah, and then they crash. Yeah, they, you know, they do good in three, and then in third quarter, and then after that, just like what the fuck. Um, but the Saints, yeah, we we gonna we gonna win. That's I, you know, I'm not too steady on that, but we're going to win. <laughs> have to pull for my boys. <laughs> um, a little shaky there. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, little, little shaky. Yeah, we, we we got it. We got it. Um, 
hopefully we got it um but yeah next week definitely be uh i'm definitely willing to to take that bet because i'm still waiting on kg to uh make good on on the other half of his bet i'm working on it i gotta find a white one mm-hmm. so i can wipe my i want to drag wipe my... your what huh? oh oh excuse excuse me you said what oh, okay. what what uh, oh, I'm, I'm, wipe your what th- this is a family show uh, yeah uh uh-huh uh-huh um yeah. moving 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 right along uh I, what i think is game of the week dallas versus kansas city and kansas city kansas city is a two and a half point favorite uh dallas playing some decent ball kansas city finding their legs i got dallas in this one um i threw up in my mouth a little bit to say that but I, 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 as a football fan, I got to say it. Dallas may be legit this year. This may not be, you know, because you know what I haven't been seeing a lot of? I haven't been seeing a lot of, oh, we them boys. And I, I told Dallas fans, once you stop saying that, maybe your team will win, in, in, you know, late in the season. And Dallas is not known for winning in November and December. That's when they collapse. So this is going to be, in my opinion, game of the week. Dallas versus Kansas City. Uh, let's go around the table real quick. What's your quick thoughts on that, Lady C and BJ? Um, I'll go first because I got to get into this building. Um, <clears throat> you know, KG, last time you gave Dallas some, um, you know, pretty high accolades. They went out there and took a squat uh, on the ball. So... You know, I, I'm really thinking that Kansas will pull this one off. You know, so, and I say um, Kansas by 14. Like it'll be, it'll be a good game, but Kansas by 14. Mm. I'm BJ? not gonna try to rip through them and everything, but yeah. You think you're slick? You're doing this on purpose. You're doing this on per. You think you're slick. I see through you. Like like the champagne glass you are. What did I do now? Because you're picking Dallas for them to lose. You know, just like you said about your football team. When you pick them, they take a dump. And the same thing, just like Lady C said, that's how you picked Dallas. They got walked over. You I actually th- picked Dallas last week. You think you're slick. But you're not. You're not slick. And, I, you know, if Gary was listening to the show, I know he's going to pick his Cowboys. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think I'm taking the over, whatever the over is. Um, I I think I picked Dallas to win on book it dot, on bookingsports.com. We got to start tagging them, man, on all our books. Yeah. We use yeah. them a lot. But I think I, I believe I picked Dallas to win, but it's Kansas City back. Because, you know, everybody wrote Kansas City off. You know, they played a bad game against Buffalo. Everybody thought when Buffalo beat them all, Buffalo's a team to beat. It was just Kansas City having, you know, trying to get their legs together. So does Kansas City, does Patrick Mahomes have their mojo back? We're going to see because I think Denver exposed a lot of, of, of maybe a little bit of Dallas's weak spots. And you got got one of the best coaches coming in, Andy Reid, you know, prepare, strategizer. So we're going to see if 
Dallas is legit. And we're going to see if Kansas City is back on track. Because even if Kansas City loses in a really good game, Kansas City could be back on track. So we'll see. I, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm stick with Dallas. And I would not be surprised if Kansas City take it out, though. Take this game. Well, no, number one, uh, this is a – I'm not going to say rivalry, but, you know, it, it goes uh, – you know, I'm, I'm a lover of the history of the game because you can't see where you're going if you don't look where you done came from. For those of you that don't know, the Kansas City Chiefs actually started out – they were the first team to play in Dallas, not the Cowboys. Kansas City Chiefs played in Dallas as the Dallas Texans. Then they moved to Kansas City and became Middle America's team because they had all the success in the world. Uh, what was it? How many AFL championships? Four or five AFL championships, two Super Bowl appearances, uh, and a Super Bowl. You know, one of the most successful uh, AFL franchises. And to have this team playing the Dallas Cowboys, you know, it's a special – it means more underneath the surface to me. And I, I guess I'm, I'm just – that's the old school in me. But this is going to be a game that I actually – I think this 4 o'clock game I'm going to sit down and watch. Well, I'll watch it on my phone or something if, if it's not in the area. But it, it, it's a special game to me. And it's nothing to do with the teams. It's just the history and like, damn, look how far we've come sports-wise. You know, you go from being the Dallas Texans to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Dallas Cowboys expansion team. And, you know, they go from being run-of-the-mill to quote-unquote America's team. And Kansas City, middle America's team, you know. It's just, it, it's beautiful. That's all. It's just beautiful to me. But we got to get up out of here. Um, thank you, Lady C, for letting us partake in your journey to work on your day off. I know, right? Always on my day off. And yeah, but when you're in management, you know, stuff always has to be done. Oh, don't I know it. Because don't I know fired, it. So that's uh -oh. why I'm here. Oh, I, I, I'm here so I won't get fired, but okay. Up! <laughs> oh, somebody already vacuuming. No, B, uh, you need to hit me up about this. Uh, B, you need to hit me up about this about this bet. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do. And the boss BJ, uh, got to keep an eye on his Buffalo Bills today. Um, man, it's gonna be it's a good slate of football. So let's get out here. Let's get ready. Uh, man, enjoy yourself today. Love one another. Stay masked up, and set your fantasy lineups, people. Until next time, we're the sideline junkies. We did the overtime today, y'all. We gotta stop this. We don't normally do overtime, but we out of here. <laughs>